TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Bo Matthews in here alongside me and uh, Carl Middleman. Hi. Playing the theme to The Godfather. There's a reason. I love it. I love it. You do me a favor, I do you a favor. Very nice. (laughs) Good job, Bo. Very nice. Uh, I love that. So Uh, there's a reason we did that. Why is that? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna talk to uh, we're gonna talk to Grace. (laughs) Grace is uh, owner with her husband Giuseppe. Grace Presidento, and uh, and Giuseppe is definitely from the old country. Grace is from around here, <laughs> but uh, they've got a big fundraiser going on for Responder Rescue. We're going to talk to her in this show uh, because we do support our first responders. Mark, you do your event every year. I do my poker bash every year for law enforcement, and uh, it just made sense on a program like this. Uh, by the way, I met a guy named uh, Tom the other day just in in the wild i was out in the wild yes uh, at, at a restaurant and of mm. course my wife often says hey don't talk so loud but i was talking and uh, he walks up and goes uh are you bo matthews i was like uh yeah he goes i listen to you every every uh, sunday morning on uh, second amendment radio i was like oh great thanks man um and i don't know why i brought that up it was just kind of well, a, nice a, it's then, nice to be recognized thanks when you're out thanks tom thanks we for appreciate listening it, tom yeah thank you <laughs> you and you'll have plenty of time we'll uh, we'll have uh more on the feast coming up, but it's a uh, Sunday uh, afternoon, uh, noon to five. So you're going to have plenty of time to get out there, Tom, and and enjoy some uh, some great Italian cooking for a good cause. Be good, absolutely. Yeah, uh, he was a big supporter <clears throat> of the Second Amendment, and and he was actually shocked that the program is still continuing. I was like, yeah, we are kind of too, but uh, <laughs> sh- don't say anything out loud. <laughs> well, the DNC's in town this weekend. You've ruined it now, uh, boy. Way to go, Bo. Well. I also found out that our next guest that we're having on the next break is going to Austria in November for an Ibex hunt. So that will be fantastic, too. Really? What's an Ibex? Ibex is, uh, it looks it looks kind of like a deer, but it's not oh. a deer. Phil is going. Yeah. He's no going. kidding. He said, uh, not now, but he'll talk to you about it when he gets back. Okay, nice. Uh, Phil is with the... Stuckmeyer's farm and we're going to talk to them as well because that's a great activity to get involved in over this weekend with the uh, cooler weather it feels a little bit more like fall kind of gets people in the mood for that i did mention though a minute ago uh bo it's 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 weird the, the weather's cooling off and suddenly oddly all of the homeless people in downtown st louis 
have disappeared. Where did they go? We don't. We we're not sure. Twelve of them. Larry went Rice to didn't a, get back open, did he? Uh, no, no. Twelve of them went to a shelter. Twelve of them went to a shelter. There were twenty-seven or twenty-eight tents outside of St. Louis City Hall. And sure. Larry Rice admitted he was the one that brought those tents down there. And wow. And oddly enough, an order went out on Thursday that they all had to go. Just out of nowhere, they've been there for weeks. Then they all had to go. And then we put two and two together. This weekend in the city of St. Louis at the Marriott downtown, um, it started on Thursday. It'll wrap up uh, Sunday afternoon sometime. The Democrat National Convention is holding their fall meeting here. Not not their convention, but they're talking about their convention, which, of course, will be coming up uh, next summer before the presidential uh, 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 campaigns. Right. And so the level the level of uh, height and power uh, is uh, Kamala. Is she going to be? Is here. that the, she's the top of the food weekend. chain? She's here this weekend. And my okay. my guess is uh, there'll be national media following her to this event. And oh, of course. it just wasn't a good look at all for the city to have a bunch of homeless people who, according to the mayor, were urinating and defecating all over the ground out there outside of below her window. Wow. So lo and behold, they they have been relocated and fencing has been put up around City Hall and around the other park across the street known as the Fireman's Memorial Park to keep the homeless out because apparently walls work. I don't know if you knew that or not. Like walls work, even though the Democrats tell us they don't. They oh, work. Oh, no, no, no. They changed their mind on that this oh, week. Oh, they did. They are going to put some more fencing at the border, apparently. Uh, but anyway, they're scarce. And, and the mayor denied that the DNC coming in town had anything to do with it. Uh, but they've all disappeared. My guess is on Monday they'll be back. Isn't there? Isn't this the reason maybe why uh, more is not being done in Washington, D.C. for the states and the big cities around the country? Because, you know, it's kind of like, in you know, having having family over for a holiday. Everybody clean their room. Everybody clean the house. We got to we got to clean up. We got to look our best. And so nobody realized, you know, people walk in your house. They're like, wow, they keep a really nice house. <laughs> no, they don't. They live like animals <laughs> normally every other day of the year. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I get it. And they do. They usually do that when, uh, you know, the presidential motorcade is going to roll through an area of any part of the country. You know, they clean it up. They get rid of the shipping containers. They it's it's just no. Let's let's show them what's really happening. What the problem. Let's is. show them what's really happening. Well, uh, if they, they were they to, if they were illegal aliens, we wouldn't have to hide them. We could put them up in three hundred dollar a night hotels. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually had a or caller more. to my show this week who made a fairly good point. Um they don't always, but he did. And and he didn't agree with me at all on the homeless issue, for the most part. But what he's mad about is that um, there are a bunch of illegal aliens in the United States. The southern border is open. They slap them on the wrist and send them north and have no idea where they're going and don't ever expect them to come back. And they show up in places like Chicago and New York. And they get put up in $300 a night hotels where they run the regular paying guests off because they want to check from the government. They know that's not going to bounce. Um, and and yet his argument is homelessness is a daily problem in big cities. And they're left to, in many cases, sleep on the street. Now, that was his sure. point. I, many of these people are hardcore homeless. I've covered this story for years as a reporter at Channel 4. They're not the people that want help. 
They want they want handouts. They want free food. They want money to buy drugs and alcohol with. But they don't want to go into a shelter because they can't do those things at the shelter. Right. There's rules. They're there's homeless rules. for a reason. They, there are yeah. mental health issues. There are drug addiction issues. There are hardcore homeless people who wouldn't go to Reverend Rice's shelter because he wouldn't allow any of that nonsense there. And those are the people that were camping out outside of City Hall. Some of them had dogs. Dogs aren't allowed in the shelter, so they wouldn't go to the shelter. But they're mad that more's not being done for them. You know, it, it does blow me away. I grew up in Minnesota in my younger years, and, uh, you know, there, there was certainly a homeless population. <clears throat> but, dude, let me tell you, the, the winter is coming, and I don't know, you know, unless unless the homeless are uh, have the ability to be a snowbird, jump a train or whatever to go south, how in the world do they survive out there? Yeah. Uh, because because I, I do remember when I was a kid and we were watching the news, uh, you know, just, you know, the three channels we had. Um, I do remember an image of a guy that was frozen in a walking position, laying in a, in a snowbank, and he had froze to death. Wow. And I was like, how in the world, if you're homeless, why would you be anywhere north of the Mason-Dixon line when winter hits? But that's just me. Years ago, uh, this always seems to be a bigger issue. Remember when homelessness was a huge issue? Uh, they had a yeah. march for the homeless in Washington, D.C., probably 88 maybe and i worked in dayton ohio at the time and they got some corporations they shipped in homeless people from all over the country to the nation's capital in hindsight it was a really bad idea because most of them stayed right washington dc is is a um social services haven a, right. a social services haven and they they um they they put us on buses. Corporations paid for it. They put us on buses. And we, I, as a member of the media, I got to ride along with them. Note to self, riding on a bus in the middle of the winter with a bunch of homeless people with the heaters blowing is never a good idea. Oh, it was a miserable 10-hour trip to, to Washington, D.C. But, but George H.W. Bush was president then, and there were people that wanted to make a point. And they got all these homeless people and people that supported him and marched down to the Capitol building and demanded something be done about it. And uh, a lot of them stayed because they knew there were a lot of social services there for them in, in sure. Washington, D.C. Yeah, it, it, it's sad when you when you look at the VA in the St. Louis area, you know, they, they have a homeless veterans program. And yet you hear the same stories. A lot of these guys uh, and gals don't want to go into the VA because of the restrictions that they may have, uh, whether it's no smoking, no pets, whatever that is. Um, but the outreach that like Larry Rice does or the VA does for the homeless is, is a beautiful thing because they are trying to do everything they can to help them. So hats off to anybody that does that. Yeah, That's, I, it's just impressive to me. I would agree with that completely. Hey, by the way, uh, we are Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors, and we have uh, not mentioned hunting yet uh, this weekend. This is, believe it or not, this is the opening weekend for the new early antlerless deer hunt in Missouri. They 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 created one uh, October sixth to eighth, which it covers this weekend when people can go out and take uh, basically antlerless deer. Earlier than normal, uh, which is actually earlier than the early youth firearms portion as well. So um, uh, we just want to mention that, that that's going on in, in case uh, people had forgotten about it, in case you notice uh, yeah. a lot of people in your woods. 
and the and the temperatures are cooperating with those people that want to get out there with their their camo on and sit in their deer stand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's just it's just really cool. Uh, a, a great time to go out there and spend some time in the uh, great outdoors. Um, now this isn't just uh, archery, is it? This is this is no, gun it's season. firearm. Firearm early yeah, yeah. antlerless portion is going to be uh, this weekend. So that's great. Uh, yeah, pe- people can get out and do that. I th- it is still there's still a um, bow hunting and crossbow hunting allowed. That that's going on right now as well too. And then the normal firearm season is November 11th to the 21st. Uh, they've also expanded some of the chronic wasting disease checkpoints this year so people are going to have to we know where they are around the greater st louis area most people that hunt around here already know uh but there are some new counties opened up where they're going to require on the opening weekend the first two days people will have to find a check station where they can go in and get their deer checked Mm, yeah Yeah. it's uh hopefully going to be a great time uh for people getting out there um you know if you're not going to the blues game or something like that if uh, if you're chomping at the bit and you're excited about this early the early portion of the season Heck, and and what's the limit? Do we know? Do you have the do you have the numbers? Um, I, there's a bunch of deer, man. You're seeing a lot I, on the side of the road. I don't. Uh, I, I guess you'd probably have to go on their website uh, when you get your deer permit, and it'll probably tell right. you what the limits are. We're going to try to get uh, our buddy uh, Tim Chelswick on next week with us. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, but have you been noticing a, a rise in in the amount of uh, roadkill? Uh, deer. I, I've noticed a rise in the amount of deer that I pass on my way to work every morning. I can tell you that, uh, and they're smart because they go into the neighborhoods where they can't uh, be eliminated unless unless the city has taken that effort upon itself and hired someone. Yeah, uh, we're seeing uh, uptick in uh, <clears throat> uh, raccoons as well. Oh, wow. I mean, like just during the daylight hours, just walking around, you know, picking out of my lake. Hmm. It's like, well. I guess they're hungry, but that you know we got you got subdivisions going in everywhere, and they, those critters got to go somewhere. Right, right. So they're coming to your woods uh, for sure. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Oh, I had a great time Friday night. I have to tell you, uh, the St. Louis Bourbon Festival. Oh yeah, held downtown. This is the third time they've done it, and the folks at the St. Louis Bourbon Society just do such a great job of this. They bring in samples and distilleries, uh, master distillers from all over the country and a lot from right here in the greater st louis region actually and they set up down on limp street near cherokee and limp near the limp mansion limp mansion was part of the of the festivities this year they've got tents along the streets with um samples they'll give you you know for the for the admission price i I think general admission was like 90 bucks and and while some people may look at that and think it's kind of steep it lasts for four hours and there's no end to the amount of samples you can have, which means you really kind of have to pace yourself. Please right? pace yourself. You please pace yourself. They have food trucks. They want to make sure people have plenty to eat if they have a couple of drinks. They have they have free water they're handing out. Um, my friends from Lit Cigar Lounge had a couple of booths down there where they were selling cigars for people that wanted to smoke a cigar. So it's mostly outdoors. A um, couple, couple things inside a couple of halls, but it, it was fantastic. Are you, You're yeah. not much of a bourbon fan, are you? You know what? Uh, since since we've been uh, friends uh, for the last couple of years, I've I've actually dipped my toe in that world. I'm glad to um, hear that. <clears throat> I, I I don't drink a lot. I I just don't have time. Uh, I don't have time for the you know the effects of it the next morning. Um, <laughs> that's a key, Bo. If you're drinking the just, good stuff, that's not a problem. Right, and and if you are going to take part of this festival, how long, how long does it go through Sunday? 
No, uh, it was no, it just, was one night it was only. Last, it was, it was, it was last Friday night. night. Oh. Yeah, it was Friday night. I'm out. Um, that's okay. So it's just one night, and they they bring in people from all over the country, and uh, you know, if you, there's a VIP ticket, those sold out really early, but that gives you access to some of the higher end stuff from uh, from Buffalo Trace and Sazerac, and they had different tastings up there as well. So. Is so, it ironic that it's on the same weekend the DNC meetings are happening? <laughs> I don't Just think irony? that was a, I don't think there's going to be a great deal of crossover there. I'm sure that was pure pure coincidence. But, Bo, <laughs> next year for the fourth annual, now you can go. I'll have to get you signed up for next year. Let, let's book it, Dano. You I'll, I'll, I'll definitely do good that. Good time, and Uber's going to made a lot of money, I'm sure, Friday night. Um, okay, well, we, we skipped from deer hunting to that, <laughs> but uh, are you deer hunting this weekend? Uh, I am not planning on deer hunting this weekend, but thank you for asking. Oh. I, I should. Oh. I'll probably wait till the regular deer season to go out. <clears throat> yeah, you've been a little busy, especially with that part. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That is absolutely the truth. All right, uh, coming up here on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors, The ne- up next, we're going to get to the Great Outdoors part. Uh, the weather is cooler. People are thinking of going out to farms and pumpkin farms. And we're going to tell you about a place that is fantastic. It's open seven days a week right now. You can get the kids out there and have a little bit of fun and pick up some fresh veggies and pumpkins of Mums. all assorted colors. Right, Bo Matthews? That You know what? I've just been seeing that. And we've got to ask uh, <laughs> Phil LeCron when we talk to him because it may be Photoshopped. I may be completely wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Could be. We'll get to all that and more for you coming up right here on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. the audio platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law it is essential that we conclusively sports that clock at four Donchich. the step back three you bet music you set my world on fire yes, and even podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on TuneIn. go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Finally, we're getting a little taste of that fall weather. I mean, uh, 
Hopefully the heat is gone and we're going to get some moderate temperatures for a while and some beautiful weather now that uh, all the rain from last week has moved out. So a good excuse to get outdoors, Bo Matthews. It is, Mark Cox. It certainly is. And you said the heat is on. That would be another great song that Carl Middleman could play. I'll the get heat it on. is on. I'll get it on. Uh, but yeah. On you know, people get so excited about this time of the year because, you know, the farms open up and uh, and welcome guests, which they do most of the year anyway. But for the fall festivals, that's awesome. Like the DNC Fall Festival going on here <laughs> in St. Louis, as I've heard its uh, name. But we have on the Missouri Brush Control guest line, farmer Phil LaCrone from Stuckmeyer's Farm. Welcome back to the show, sir. How are you? How are you guys? Doing well. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, fourth-generation family-owned vegetable farm uh, right there, uh, just south of St. Louis between Fenton and Arnold. I'm sure photo ops are all over the place, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And they've got some information about people that, you know, maybe can't get out on the weekend, so we want to talk about all that Stuckmeyer's offers. So bring it on, Phil. Well, let's see. During the week, we do a lot of school tours, so we have a lot of uh, preschool schools that come out. Uh, we offer one of the better hay rides in St. Louis. I'd say one of the best. Um, it goes along. It's about a 20-minute ride. goes along a spring-fed creek with uh, along a bluff where you, trees are starting to change now a little bit. With it being dry, we'll see how it's going to turn out, but they are starting to turn. Um, we have our U-Pick Pumpkin Patch. Uh, the Fort Spooky, which is a playground for the kids to play in. It's got a mini uh, corn maze in there. On the weekends, we have a full-size corn maze going. We offer pony rides, barrel rides, inflatables. Um, we also, as you said, we have our market open. We have really nice mums that we grow. Uh, we uh, make kettle corn on the weekends. And uh, we're set up for fun family times, so the whole family can come out, enjoy this weather, and see what we do on our uh, farm here. I'll bet. Now, uh, Phil, I remember when I was growing up, uh, we used to we used to go to a, uh, this is in Ohio, but years ago. But we used to go we used to go to a to a farm uh, that was uh, not too far away, and we where you could get pumpkins and all that. And they had a pumpkin cannon that you could fire. Have you ever considered adding one of those to the festivities? No, we haven't. Uh, we're limited on space, even oh. for parking. So uh, I guess we could start shooting cars. But there you go. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, no, we're always looking for ideas, but uh, not that one. Uh, you, I automatically gravitate back to firearms. So sorry about that. I, I apologize for that. <laughs> well, the Second Amendment. Well, so I do, uh, I, I do a lot of hunting, but I don't hunt with the with the pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, lots of it, right yeah. I, I just, I just wondered because I know that you got so much going on out there. T tell us about the what, what, what's there for the kids? What is, what is Fort Spooky? Fort Spooky is our playground area. We have two very large commercial rainbow uh, play systems in there. That's got slides and tunnels. We make a small uh, corn maze that um, the smaller kids can go through. Uh, for the full families, they can go out in our big um, uh, corn maze. But the Fort Spooky, is, it's got tunnels in there, uh, slides, all kinds of fun stuff for the kids to do. Uh, there's actually a seating area for the parents to sit and watch. And if the sun comes out, gets sit in the shade there. That's awesome. Phil LaCrone is our guest. 
Uh, and he is from Stuckmeyer's Farm. If you've never been, it's a great destination for your family. And again, for little ones and photo ops, uh, definitely a place you want to go to. Uh, you know what? I want to talk pumpkins with you, sir, because I've been seeing pumpkins that are way different colors than I ever remember. I, of course, we remember the orange ones and the whiter ones or off-white, I guess it would be. And I just saw a couple of things, and it could be Photoshop on Facebook or Instagram, but I'm seeing blue ones and pink ones and yellow ones. Are is that is that are they growing those like now that now or no? Yes, they are. And it's funny you mentioned that uh, we have a lot of those. Um, some are called Cinderella pumpkins. Some are actually called blues. Um, there's Hubbards. There's all different colors of those. And they are make great decorations for your porches, and uh, they go great with the pumpkins. We have a huge selection of those right now. Wow, I, that that'd be pretty. I don't. I honestly don't know that if I've ever come across one. I mean, maybe I've been going to more run of the mill pumpkin uh, uh, places because I. I mean, honestly, I, I've not seen a blue a pumpkin. Variety. Oh, it's yeah, cool. You ha- yeah, you have to be. They're they're tough to grow, uh, and you got to get them when they ripen. But um, if you pick them too early, then they then they want to get soft and rot oh, on you. So, I see. but um, there's all different varieties, and every year they come out with more different kinds. We try a little bit each year, and uh, we picked a bunch yesterday with them. So I have to ask: uh, Are uh, if you cook with them, is the food blue? Not on the inside. Okay, I just wondered because oh. I had to ask because, you know, I mean, a pumpkin is orange on the outside. If you make a pumpkin pie, it's orange. I didn't know if maybe a blue pumpkin would make a blue pie. No. Okay. It's a little food coloring, though. <laughs> yeah, a little food coloring would do the trick for you. That's good. You know, uh, Phil, I grew up in Minnesota in my younger years, and uh, and we would uh, go down to Iowa because they grow pumpkins, I guess, there, too. Um, and there's always that that one farmer that grows that, you know, 700-pound blah, blah, blah. Have you guys ever gotten into that business of growing one of those gigantic pumpkins? We grow big ones, but not the gigantic. The guys that grow the gigantic ones, uh, they're almost tended to 24 hours a day. They put, They start off finding the best seed. They'll pay a lot of money from one of those. They put them, they, when they plant them, they find the best um, bloom and the best pumpkin that started, and then they, they remove the rest of the bloom, so they're only feeding that one pumpkin. Oh, wow. Eventually, oh, wow. they put it underneath a little, like some people I've seen have put them under like a little trampoline so they don't rot, and then they cover them. If the sun's too hot, they'll cover them up and all that. Um, they do much better larger up north because they have longer sunlight in the summers. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and and what, so what's the biggest that, one you can get at Stuckmeyer's? Oh, we got 60-pounders, 60, 65-pounders. 60, that's pretty good. So, yeah, um, yeah that, that, that's a little bit to pick up. Uh, <laughs> once in a while, we'll get them up to 80, 90 pounds. So. But um, it's a it's a unique thing. So, Well, yeah, I hope people are, are listening and thinking of, if you're thinking about going to a farm, check out Stuckmeyer's. Uh, you, you guys have been around for a long time, and – Here's the thing. For people that haven't been down there, it's not just on the weekend. You, you mentioned earlier that you entertained some like some school groups in that through the week, but families can come out as well, right? Oh, definitely. Um, the crowds are less. Um, we have the playground area to go. We offer that hayride all day long. Um, and we have our vegetable market open, mums, uh, the pumpkin patch. We actually built a uh, Stuckmeyer storefront by the pumpkin patch for, uh, as you mentioned, photo ops. Uh, we have some flowers growing and um, lots of farm scenery that people can come out and enjoy. Fresh air. 
Well, I'll tell you, uh, just a quick search on Amazon, and you can find some pretty cool uh, pumpkin carving tools and kits <laughs> yeah. and machines, uh, you know, battery-operated Bluetooth. I don't know what they offer, but, uh, you know, Amazon Days is coming up. Uh, you know, uh, unrelated to Stuckmeyers, but kind of related, you guys have often used the parking uh, right there across from the Pink Elephant before. Now there's a, a building going in. I guess it's a new gas station. Is that, that going to, uh, you know... Uh, hinder your parking efforts and is that the pink elephant rebuilding or is that another gas station that is another gas station so um wow that it's not gonna hinder our parking too much we have made more parking back on our farm and uh, what was nice about that is we could park up there shut off the back and get cars but now we uh have figured out in the back we'll have more additional parking so we should be in good shape so um but yeah well i just mentioned because i've got a neighbor who really does it up for halloween every year you've got the corn stalks available for people if they want to come show up down there straw bales things like that oh yeah uh we we can't hardly keep up with the corn stalks we're chopping corn every night and tying in the mornings uh we put them in bundles we have indian corn uh, corn stalks, uh, and like you mentioned, we have lots of the uh, blues and all those different colored uh, pumpkins this year. So, so lots of well, items sh- should be should be a lot of fun. You've also got fresh vegetables that you mentioned, and are you growing those at the farm and selling them? Oh yes, that's everything. Our, we're we're mainly uh, vegetable growers. Uh, we start with flowers in the spring, then grow vegetables all summer long. Uh, right now, we're uh, Doing still doing some summer crops as okra, but we're getting to the fall crops of green beans. We'll have some cabbage and lettuce and onions and all this stuff that you can grow in the cooler weather. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we hope it's a great season for you. Uh, Phil LaCrone, a farmer over at Stuckmeyer's Farm. If you've never been, make it a destination. It's a fourth-generation family-owned vegetable farm. It's located just south of St. Louis between Fenton and Arnold on 141 and Highway 21. And again, if you can't make it out on the weekends, uh, the, uh, the 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 days that they're open during the week uh, is uh, you're open seven days a week uh, for like fall decorations and all that stuff, right, Phil? Yes. That's correct. Okay. Well, th- that is the outdoors portion of the show. <laughs> Outstanding. Of Radio on the Great Outdoors. <laughs> we hope you have a great season this year. Now, when does this farm shut down to the public uh, in the winter? One November. All right. So you get oh, to the end of October to get in there. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Phil, thanks for your time. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, uh, one of my uh, favorite organizations to help out Bo Matthews and I and I do it every year on my show is Respond to Rescue and there is a a, there's a fundraiser coming up that we want to let you know about they do such great work at Respond to Rescue Uh, we're going to do we're going to talk to the folks um, at uh, Trotteria Giuseppe coming up here in just a couple minutes you can find out more about their second annual fundraiser for Respond to Rescue when we come back on Second Amendment Radio and the Grand Outdoors
You ask, I play. Pew, pew. I'm telling you, you're DJ extraordinaire. The heat is on. How about that? <laughs> this is Second Amendment Radio in the great outdoors. And uh, this segment is brought to you by Razorback Armory in DePair on Manchester Road. Stop in. They have got a heck of a deal with a uh, free scope to go along with your SIG firearm. Uh, check out RazorbackArmory.com. And we welcome a dear friend of mine on the Missouri Brush Control guest line, Grace Presidento. Uh, she is the uh, the better half of Giuseppe Presidento. Uh, they are getting ready to do another responder rescue feast, and it's going to happen on Sunday this weekend. Grace, welcome to the program, ma'am. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Now, we have a note that says this is the second annual, but this is the third, isn't it, or fourth? No, no. This is the second annual with Responder Rescue. Um, Last year was our first time doing this with them, and it was a big success. But we're hoping for an even bigger success, (laughs) if that's the right way to phrase it, this Sunday. Um, It's just a way that Giuseppe and I can give back to the community give back to our first responders who every single day that they put on that uniform and get in their cars or get in their fire trucks or whatever, they're putting their life on the line for us. And we just want to say thank you very much for everything that you do. Well, thank thanks to you, Grace, and to Giuseppe for doing this because I – Mark Cox here. I, you know, I do a fundraiser for Respond to Rescue every year as well on my show, and uh, they're near and dear to my heart. I mean, I love, I love what those folks do. Lisa and Pat over there helping out first responders who've somehow been injured in the line of duty and need an extra helping hand. Right. That's what's so great about this organization. I'm not taking anything away from the other organization because they do a fantastic job too, because the other ones, Backstoppers, help the families when, God forbid, their loved one is killed. But Responder Rescue, what is so good about them, they help the families when their loved ones get injured and you're at that crossroad we're like okay what do i do now i have the mortgage payment but i can't make my mortgage payment or i can't pay my electric or i can't pay this hospital bill that came in and that's where responder rescue steps up and helps that family and pays the hospital or the mortgage company or whoever directly yeah directly to them so that's what's so cool about them too and this is this is an event that is attended uh, fabulously. Uh, you know, in the in the past year, uh, I saw giant tents on your uh, parking lot out front. Are you going to kind of do that same design? No, not this time. We're holding okay. off. That 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 was a lot that year <laughs> that we had it going on inside, outside tents, uh, a band, and all this stuff. We. I was going nuts, but my better half, Giuseppe, was really going nuts. So we're we're not oh. going to do that yet. We're going to hold back for a little bit. But then at some point again, we'll do a big blowout like that. But what so we're going to have... I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, I want to explain what people can expect when they come out to your place. Noon to five 
on Sunday uh, mm-hmm. at Trattoria Giuseppe at 21 and M Highway. Go ahead. Tell us about that. So it's $25 for adults, $10 for children 12 and under. It's an all-you-can-eat buffet. So <clears throat> there will be three kinds of, two kinds of pastas, uh, three different kinds of meats, salad, bread, toasted ravioli, and then, I think as I told you, Uh, a little bit last night, at the end of the buffet, I mean, everybody wants desserts, right? So there will be little mini cheesecakes. But the fun thing about this, the dessert area is manned by a really sweet, cute, bubbly, sparkly little girl, and she will have donation boots at her table. And she'll tell you about the cheesecakes. And then there's no way you could refuse to put donations in her boots. And last year, and the little girl just happens to be our youngest granddaughter, Bella. And and last year, her her boots took in $2,300 in donations. That's That's awesome. awesome. I mean, she will hit you up. She will hit you up big time. (laughs) You know, Grace... that, yeah, that fantastic. Uh, I love that. Now, I, I do have to ask a question though, because this could get this could get kind of dicey. Have you thought this through? Because you've mentioned an all-you-can-eat buffet, and I watched Bo Matthews' eyes light up when you said that. That you might run out oh, of well, food. No, no, we won't run out of food, and we have seen people come back quite a few times, but we're not going to turn you away. It's kind of like with the loaves and the fishes. The food will just keep materializing. <laughs> and there's also a wine tasting that will be taking place kind of like at the corner of our bar area. So you can, and this is all provided by Tavolo Vignetto, um, another really super good friend of ours, Joe and Marcy Crawford. They'll be doing the wine tasting. So you taste the wine, you like the wine, you want to buy a bottle of wine. And all the proceeds from that, they donate the entire thing to Responder Rescue. Oh, that's great. great. All right. Just one little suggestion. I've only given Grace a couple of suggestions over the years, um, and I won't tell you the first one, but uh, I believe that life is short. You should have dessert first. So do you have another grandchild that could do a dessert table at the beginning? Well, you (laughs) you see, three of our five grandchildren are involved. In, okay. in this. So you'll get our middle grandson at the beginning of the line because he passes out the plates and the silverware. And then as you start to go through the buffet line, you'll have our older grandson, Nick, who will be serving up some of the pastas. And if you have a question about any of the pastas, he can explain everything to you about what's on the buffet line. It's in his blood. So, nice. In his blood. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And well, then a lot of our friends give up their Sunday and they come and they volunteer to do this with us. So we are just blessed all the way. We are yes, you blessed are. all the way around. And the rest of our family comes and donates their time. Our our younger son, our daughter-in-law, and possibly our older son and daughter-in-law too will be there. So um it's just it's just a whole family day event thing 
Well, will you have uh, will you have help uh, in parking on the? I mean, you got a big parking lot. Um, yeah, it's not but, like the other. There's no shuttle service. There'll be plenty. Okay. There'll be plenty of parking because there, there won't be tents and tables taking up. <laughs> you know. Yeah. There won't be that that going on. You're, you're not, and you're not taking re- uh, reservations. This is a first come, first serve kind of thing, correct? We have taken reservations. You can still call and tell me approximately how many people, what time you're coming. Oh, that okay. what I've been telling people. That's for our benefit. So we know how many people we're cooking for throughout the day. That's you know, great. so that way there are no surprises. You know, yep, so absolutely. like if we if we have we'll say two hundred people for reservations, then we know okay, well we got to cook for two hundred plus. It could happen. So it could happen, Grace. It could happen. Yeah. Well, oh, it will. It will. Responder Rescue is a wonderful organization, as you had mentioned uh, at the beginning of this conversation, and we can't thank you enough. You and Giuseppe doing all that you do for the community uh, year-round, uh, feeding the masses, and especially on this day, this Sunday, the 8th, I guess it's the 8th, right? Uh, yes. Noon to 5, Trattoria, Giuseppe, and as I've always said, if you like your Italian food on a hill, their elevation, I've done the work. It's about 880 <laughs> feet above sea level, a little higher than downtown. Just saying. Nice. Nice. <laughs> All right. We'll see you Sunday, Grace. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for having me on your show. Giuseppe and I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Keep, keep up you the bet. good work. You're, you're a blessing to the community to do something like that. Respondorescue.org, by the way, is the website. If, if for some reason you can't make it out, but you'd still like to show them some love, I'm sure there's a button on there where you can donate. So Absolutely. All right. Good stuff. Well, there you go. That's it. That's it. That's We're done. Enjoy the fall weather out there, folks. And uh, if you're heading off, if you're hunting or heading out hunting, enjoy that. couple different seasons going on right now. Won't be long, Bo Matthews. Won't be long. Yes, sir. I'll be down yes, there chasing sir. that 10-point buck in your backyard. <laughs> you better stop. <laughs> <laughs> He's warning me off now. All right, that'll do it for this edition of Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.